Now, therefore, I, William Cole, Mayor of Billings, Montana, do hereby proclaim the last full week of January to be Billings Chamber of Commerce Ag Celebration Week in Billings and urge all citizens to support the agricultural industry and participate in the Chamber's Ag Celebration Week events. So, um, Chambercast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Pennington. This week is Agriculture Celebration Week in Billings, when we take the time to raise awareness and show appreciation for the industry that puts food on the table and makes up the largest part of our local and state economies. We are so excited for our guests this week, Mike Phillips from Little Horn State Bank, Jess Peterson is with us from Western Skies Strategies, and Alyssa Voltz, our very own Member Experience Manager. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Great to be here. Sweet. All right, let's start with Mike. Mike, you are the chair of the Billings Chambers Ag Committee. I am. Could you start by just giving us an overview of what the Ag Committee is? What do you guys do? What's your role? So the Ag Committee is a department of the chamber. We are here to promote agriculture. Yeah. To inform people who may not know much about agriculture. And we meet once a month, the first Friday of every month. We are more than happy to have you attend if you'd like to come and visit and check it out and be a member and be a part of the Ag Committee. It's pretty informal, but yet very, very informative. We've had speakers from the USDA. We've had last week, we had a Mayor Cole and a city council member to talk about some of the downtown issues. Yeah. That was very informative. We also will have speakers about the market, uh, legislative issues that may affect agriculture. So we have the full gamut, usually ag related, but not necessarily. So again, you're more than welcome to attend. You know, as far as my feelings on it, you know, the Ag Committee is a source of information for people that may not know much about agriculture and vice versa. It's also a source of information for people in agriculture that may not know what's going on in downtown Billings. Oh, yeah. I got and it. I think that's so, so important. You know, Billings mm-hmm. is the economic and medical hub for eastern Montana, yep. south central to north central Montana and all of eastern Montana. You know, that is primarily agriculture. Yeah. You talk about Glendive, Sydney, Plentywood, mm-hmm. Lewistown, south of, you know, uh, Hardin. I mean, they all come to Billings for trade, for mm-hmm. medical issues, whatever. And, and so I think it's very important that the downtown Billings understands that, appreciates mm-hmm. that, appreciates the role that agriculture makes for the economy of Billings, but also vice versa. You know, people in agriculture need to understand that it's not easy owning a business And being a self-employed owner and having a commercial business, you know, whether you're a contractor or whether you're a restaurant or whatever. And I think it's really, really important that our committee fills that role about providing information and sharing that information on both sides of the table. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's kind of my passion is is to be part of that informational bridge for both both downtown Mm -hmm. and and the rural rural economy. So So I didn't know. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't know that. You, you don't have to be like knee deep in ag to be on the ag committee. We so have, it's just really for anyone. We have several anyone. members that okay. attend. Well, I mean, we have people from the malt barley and from the sugar beet yeah. business, but we also have people that sell insurance that, yeah. uh, I mean, that own, you know, that uh, work for the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have bankers that know agriculture, some that don't know agriculture. That's so cool. yeah, we have the full gamut and they just like 
the the teamwork that we try to promote and the camaraderie. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Alyssa, you touched a little bit. We talked a little bit about Ag Celebration Week and the banquet. Do you want to maybe give our listeners an overview of everything that's happening that week? How they can get involved? I think there's a lot of people out there that you know would want to come or participate and just don't know what to expect. So yeah, so this is the second annual. Ag Celebration Week. And we are so excited to be able to do this week again, because it really provides us an opportunity to not only reach, you know, our local area, you know, farmers and ranchers and ag businesses, but also reach our residents who may not know a lot about Mm -hmm. ags. We really get a, a wide reach throughout this week, but we have a game card where you can go and support businesses and have a chance to win prizes. We have um, some other social media contests like Where's Charlie and Russell, Mm -hmm. the two-headed calf from Yellowstone County Museum, who travels to different ag businesses or businesses that support the ag industry. Let me just be clear. She doesn't mean the actual two-headed calf from the museum. (laughs) I really wish. She's my little stuffed animal and he goes everywhere with me. Um, But they, um, so you have a chance to kind of guess where he's at for a chance to win some prizes. We have an incredible, informative video series that has four videos where you're getting to learn about, you know, fourth grade ag education day and what is that all about? And these kids who have never, you know, who are like, like me born and raised here in Billings, who have maybe never seen a cow or have never really seen a chicken or like an eggs or what raw milk looks like. And it was just such a cool experience. And so you get to dive into that. And then it's all about education and awareness. And so we have these fun facts about the ag industry. Like, did you know it's almost a $5.2 billion industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's just tons of ways to get involved. Make sure you're on our social channels and you're getting our e-blast so that you can engage with the week. We're closing out, wrapping up the week with a banquet, um, about 700 people at Montana Pavilion. And it is going to be an incredible time. We've got beef and we've got grain all on a panel that will talk and connect. We're going to have just an awesome time of camaraderie like we've talked about. We didn't get to have this in 2021. And so we're really excited to be together again and just connect and celebrate this really important industry to Montana. Okay, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsor. Yellowstone Valley Electric Cooperative is connected to members and committed to community. Our member-owned co-op extends from roots in rural farm and ranch to our continued urban growth. We are invested in the latest technology to improve your quality of life with reliable service and energy-efficient power. Yellowstone Valley Electric Cooperative is committed to community while powering connection. Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at yvec.com. Okay, so let's talk to you, Jess. You are a chamber board member and you're also the host for Ag Week. You're one of the MCs for the banquet. Can you talk to us a little bit about what does that mean? What what does hosting the week look like for you? Why are you involved and what's the big deal? Well, it's a lot. It's an incredible <laughs> opportunity yeah. and it comes together in such a magnificent way. And again, I'm always appreciative of the chamber for continuing all the work that it does for the entire community, but also for continue to emphasize production agriculture and agribusiness in this community, in this region, as, uh, as Chairman Phillips just outlined here. And for me, what excites me is uh, the chamber truly does. It, it champions its members. It mm. convenes yep. its members. And this is, this is just really how that all comes together. 
it's truly the catalyst for growth because you're having folks come. There's a list that said, we, we are celebrating. Mm-hmm. There is this camaraderie, yep. but there's also this connectivity. We're coming into town. So you're going to have agribusinesses there mm-hmm. talking. I followed up and purchased liquid feed, livestock liquid feed right after the last banquet we had, just as we were having a conversation and how it might yeah. fit into a program. In addition to that, so you have your customers there, but we're also celebrating ag. So for yep. me, it means a great deal mm-hmm. because it means there's a there's a future both for the operation I have. Mm-hmm. So my day job consists of advocating for farmers and ranchers mm-hmm. and then also running cattle in this region. Yep. And so for me, it is just an added level of pride and engagement because we also have two young cowgirls that should they want to be a part of it, they can. (laughs) But also I get excited about Ag Education Week because I think there's more young cowgirls and cowboys, farmers, ranchers that can learn and experience again agriculture and find out either working at an agribusiness. You could be as hands-on in farming and ranching just by working at one of our Mm -hmm. local businesses here in town. Again, bringing that back to champions and conveners, Mm -hmm. that is where you get your catalyst for growth. And it continues. So I'm super yeah. excited. We're going to have a yeah. great time, folks. If you missed getting tickets, you better get look forward to next year. If you got your tickets, we're going to have a great time <laughs> come Friday night at the Metro. It, we're going to rock it like a rock concert. It, the walls are going to be shaking. It's going right. to be such a good time. Cool. Can you talk to us a little bit about what your role is for the week? I know you've done some videos. This is incredible because we we talk about the 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 activities that go on. Mm-hmm. And there's this education. And what's exciting about what the chamber does is we don't celebrate it just one day. We celebrate an entire week. Mm -hmm. It's the only topic and subject within the chamber that gets an entire week Mm -hmm. to do the education, to do the information. So that allows our members to have a better understanding, allows the community to have a better understanding Mm -hmm. of what does agriculture mean? How should it influence our decisions and how does it influence our economy and what activities are taking place? So I got to Make the rounds with Alyssa and the incredible chamber staff. Yeah. Uh, Mariah, you were there for several yeah. of them too. And get together and folks have been watching that all week and can take can check yeah. that out and can check back to both last year's episodes and this past week's episodes. Mm-hmm. Learning about agriculture going on right in your back alley, back door, back uh, area. You know, I think it's important to note that agriculture is the largest mm-hmm. industry yep. in Montana yep. by by quite a bit. I mean, we're talking, from what I've understood, it's about $3 billion industry a year. The next largest is the energy sector, sector, which is about $1 billion. So, you know, and all the challenges that agriculture faces, I mean, between the drought, mm-hmm. heaven forbid, all the wildfires we had last year. Yeah. I was just reading that it was the worst hay crop that we've had mm-hmm. since 1988. Yeah. It was the driest year on record for central Montana. On record. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so there's all these challenges that I'm not sure that the general public really understands, not to mention environmental issues. Right. Yeah. uh, Brucellosis next to the park, the wolf, the bias. I mean, all you got to do is read the Billions (laughs) Gazette and and see the challenges that agriculture is facing. And so I think it's really important that we inform the community and, you know, people in general just just those issues. You just and, answered and my my next question, which was what, what the are Ag those banquet does. Yeah, so. what are those key takeaways that we want our listeners to come away with this week yeah, during I'm really, Ag week? I'm really yeah. looking forward to the panel and, yeah. and to oh, get that cool. input. So I think we'll I think they'll provide a lot of information yeah. for us. Jess, any other takeaways? Well, you asked me what it what it means and again, Mike hit upon some just some really great points there about the struggles we're facing in agriculture. 
you know, we had some disastrous wildfires this past year. Mm-hmm. And Mike and the Ag Committee and the Chamber got together and hosted a pint night yeah. to get funds raised to go directly to those producers affected. And the, again, the convening power of the Chamber, their willingness to stop in on a on a Monday night and make that happen was was incredible. And so then that's just an example of Mike's. It's about a community. We have droughts. Yeah. We ha- it's been a pretty Absolutely. cold winter so far, <laughs> and then probably going to stay a little cold. But pulling folks together, having yeah. that conversation, I, I want to make it just relay just how proud I am of this community that the chamber brings together. But also for those of you that are listening out there, I, I remember going out to Washington, D.C. in my young 20s, not there anymore. Uh, and, <laughs> and someone said something, I'll say it, and it's going to strike a little bit of a chord with any of the listeners out there. It certainly did with me. I said, I was working in, in policy and I said, I want to go back to farm and ranch. Mm-hmm. And they said, isn't that kind of a dying industry? Oh, isn't that something? And, uh, and so you, you do need to be reminded that there's that disconnect everywhere you yes. go. I am so excited about agriculture and energy in Montana, because I don't care where, what area you're talking about, whether you're talking about climate, whether you're talking about food production, it's as cool. It's as pertinent as it's ever been. And there is a job, there's an opportunity for mm-hmm. you for this area yep. for a lifetime. Uh, there's, there's degrees now that are worthless, right? You look at some of the, the, the artificial intelligence is replacing. It will not replace what the majority of our production ag does in yeah. billings and in this area. So if you're thinking about agriculture, come check out the ag committee. I guarantee you, you sit on a few of those. You've got a future job, a future career feeding, clothing, and driving this economy. Again, the chamber brings it all together. That was awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Jess. And just to jump on that, <laughs> young people, if you happen to be listening or parents of young people that are listening, man, have them do FFA. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we have a, a FFA program now yes. in Billings that is, is being managed by uh, somebody who's very special that's doing a great job as the instructor. And, you know, you don't have to be born and raised on a ranch no. to be an FFA. Uh-uh. And there's so many good aspects about FFA that teach you about leadership and cooperating with other students and treating others fairly. You know, the FFA creed, what it's all about. And so I would just really promote that as well, because like, like Mr. Peterson said, I mean, there's so many aspects of agriculture yeah. other than just production agriculture. Yeah. I mean, there's mechanics, there's yeah. chemical fertilizer sales, et cetera. So I would just, if you're looking for something, young person, to get involved in, FFA would be a great option for you. Yeah, we'll make sure and put a link oh. to that, to that information in our show notes okay. if anyone's interested. Yeah. So, At the end of every podcast, we do what's called the Rorschach questions. I haven't prepped you on these questions, so I'm going to ask you the question and then you just give me your first response to the question. All right. And we'll start with Mike. Okay. What is your favorite cut of beef? Oh, gee. Ribeye. Okay. And how do you like it cooked? Medium rare with mushrooms. Oh, with mushrooms. And uh, And a little bit of garlic. Broccoli. And (laughs) normally mashed. Nice. Nice. No gravy. Okay. A little bit bit of butter. (laughs) We got the full plate there. Awesome. (laughs) We're all getting hungry. (laughs) We're all getting very hungry. Yeah. Wow. It's almost lunchtime. Uh, Jess? I'll take what Mike has, but not not the mushrooms. No. So we, yeah, beef is a great, great product. Obviously, I'm not biased in any way, shape, or form. Uh, But in the sense that you have so many cuts that you can enjoy, I have tried, like, uh, you know, Cuts it, uh, Mike just outlined, but my mom does this prime rib roast and mm. it's just, mm-hmm. she does it for the holidays yeah. and it is so, yeah, just 
to just say that, and 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 my wife knows it too, so it's not like I'm just bragging. Them. We all say <laughs> mom's prime rib <laughs> roast. I don't even care what you have with it because you're not even going to notice. It's so good. And again, we have, you can get incredible cuts of beef uh, anywhere yeah. around here, ranch yeah. house foods, the yeah. whole nine yards. We've got yeah. a lot of great, great, uh, great options. So get yeah. out there and give it a shot. Okay, Alyssa, what's your favorite? Um, I would say ribeye, except for I overcook it every time oh. I cook it. I'm not very good at cooking <laughs> that stuff. So um, the one that I can cook that is like I just do like a beef roast in my crock pot. Yeah. We cook yep. it for 11 yep. hours and it just yep. melts in your mouth. Okay, second question. This is a little, little more serious. In your opinion, what is the hot, biggest hot button issue facing ag today? Mike. Another great boy. These are good questions. Boy, I'm glad you're going first. Um, Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Thought he's being the ag committee chairman. Gee, I don't. I, you know, I think I think COVID is a big issue. Mm-hmm. You know, we're already fine. You know, not to get too technical in all this, but the slaughterhouse is already slowing down again. Yeah. Um, what was it? One million head of beef during uh, early 2020. They didn't get slaughtered on yeah. time. Yeah. That just backed up the entire mm-hmm. system and. Pretty much did about a 20 to 50% crash on beef prices for the producers. And hopefully that won't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, inflation mm-hmm. is another big issue. Yeah. You know, uh, Don't record. Take them all. Two more people have to go. <laughs> record, <laughs> record inflation rates in 2021 yeah. for since like 1930s or something. Yeah. yeah. So I think those are the two big hot buttons. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of others, but I think yeah. COVID and inflation. Yeah. Jess? COVID and climate, and yeah. both of them are opportunities. Oh, if, if you don't look at COVID, because there's been horrible things happen with COVID. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, we have to look at the optimism. There's been more dollars put into yeah. infrastructure, meat processing, and better awareness, as Mike outlined. We realize that we have a bottleneck, potential for bottleneck. So how can we improve upon that? We're looking at that, and it's an opportunity. 10 years from now, they're going to look back and say the innovations that came out of post-COVID, both for agriculture, everyday life, it will be improved. And mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Yeah. When you talk about why America is a superpower, it's what we do in the times we're beat down. We excel. And you look at climate, agriculture, our community, Montana, we are going to play a leading role, mm-hmm. both in how we can do food production and improve climate nationwide, globally. And again, say whatever you will, you're going to have ebbs and flows with climate and to have better predictors, better farming and ranching models. And again, partner with with consumers to to show the inf- the the impact of climate smart uh, yeah. carbon sequestration and all that we play. I'm excited because each and every day, it's the relevancy of what we do right here in our county yep. is influenced both nationwide and across the globe. I love your positivity. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> well, I'm in right. ranching. I got to keep yeah. it. Mike knows that's how you got to keep going. We might be here. While. I'm going to be heading out this afternoon. Not so positive on a few things on the ranch, but you know. All right, Alyssa, what do you think? I just would have to agree with both of them. I mean, I had the opportunity to go on the ag tour where Mm -hmm. we got to hear some of the struggles at the Vermilion Ranch. And he's Mm -hmm. just, you know, he literally broke down. I don't even barely knew him. And I'm over in the corner and I'm just crying because he's so passionate about what his family does for so, you know, Mm -hmm. how many years they've been doing it. And all the struggles they're facing from COVID to climate um, to the beef prices and it was just so eye-opening. Um, so I would just have to agree with that. I mean, if you yeah. haven't been on our ag tour and you want to yeah, hear those kinds of stories, it blew my mind. Or you, you know, we went to ranch house meets and you're learning 
they don't have anybody. They can't get people in. You, they can't find, you know, local pork anywhere. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. just, you know, bacon. What are we going to do? Like, <laughs> so it was just a really incredible uh, a tour to be able to be on and, and learn. How to- okay. Last question. What is your favorite egg season? I love the fall. You've just gone through calving, haying, harvesting. Mm-hmm. You're shipping your calves. Hopefully they're doing well. Fall colors. It's like 60 degrees out. And Montana is so beautiful in the fall. I love the fall. So my, uh, my coworker, Kelsey, helped me with this question. And when she said, you should ask this, I was like, I don't. Uh, if I were to answer this question, I'd be like, I don't know, beef season. I, don't, I mean, I literally didn't know what she meant because I'm not, I'm not in that space. So I love that you just were like, oh yeah, fall because of this, that, and I wouldn't know when that stuff but, happened. So but, that was awesome. But what is your favorite season as a non-ag person? Right. What's I your mean, favorite season? Yeah, probably, probably summer boating. Probably, <laughs> probably fall. I fall? love fall okay. too. But yeah, now I know. Now I know all the ag reasons be. why I should love fall. So. Okay, Jess, what about you? Favorite well, egg tough. season? I mean, you know, that, that perfect fall day in Montana. Yeah. Uh, because I've, I've reemerged uh, into, into agriculture, I've really discovered how much I appreciate winter. Mm. It's because the land finally sleeps yeah. and there's a snow-covered piece there and you mm-hmm. can appreciate a sunset and the sun goes down. Now, granted, I have a headlamp and I keep working into the night. <laughs> But it goes down telling me you should settle down, Peterson. In addition to that, we've worked with regenerative uh, ag process. We've worked on uh, winter grazing. So you kind of get to see the fruits of your labor. I know when it's summer or fall, I've probably got some more hay done. Probably got to go finish up the pivots. Probably In the winter, I know I take care of those cattle. They're good. I can rest. Mm. And it's very symbolic. And I never came to love winter like I have already Mm. because you finally just got to stop and rest. And sometimes we need that and nothing like a Montana sunset in the winter and everything snowpacked, glories, beauty. It's what it's all about. It add to one of those top five days that yeah, Mike's talking I about. <laughs> I love that perspective. That was so great. Just rest. Sometimes yeah. we need to rest. We're always yeah. going after this podcast, go rest. Yeah. By the snow He's back. got okay, a really I'll, nice fireplace. In this house. So John, <laughs> he said that it's time to rest after this. Okay. Alyssa, what about you? Well, I wouldn't know how to answer this question either because right? I'm not super involved in exactly. the ag industry. But I would say this is going to sound like a full non-ag person. Okay. Fall, because it's like soup weather and I can bring (laughs) back all of those soups, you know, like, and my chili with my local beef. There we go. There we go. My pot roast. And so it's just my way. When one fall comes, I just bust out Mm -hmm. all my all those recipes that really support the industry. So, okay. So calving happens in the spring, right? Yeah, I mean, spring in Montana is winter in most places, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so because March, that, April, I, depends I'm on changing my answer because that really is, I love, absolutely love getting out of town and seeing just driving and seeing all the baby cows. Like, it's literally my favorite thing to do. And my girls will be my adult children in the car with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. Look at that baby cow. And they're like, yeah, mom, there's like 50 out there. And then we go to the next field <laughs> as we're driving to Red Lodge or wherever. And so... Yeah, it's kind of a joke in our house, but I'm, I'm going to amend my statement and say spring. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. This was so fun. Thank you for informing our listeners all about egg. And hopefully they will, you know, engage with us this week on social media. And hopefully they all have tickets to go to the awesome banquet because... As far as Jess is concerned, it's going to be rocking. It's going to be rocking. <laughs> 
Thank you so much to Alyssa, Mike, and Jess for joining us today. And thank you to Jack Genoway for producing. If you would like to advertise with us, suggest a topic, or ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber.com. Don't forget to subscribe to ChamberCast wherever you get your podcasts because there's something here for everyone.